0: Ooh, these glasses have to go. Make sure this is all right. I'm just gonna, gonna wait for my guest to come on. Happy Friday, everyone. Okay, here she is. Go live. <laughs> there Hello. We go.
1: Hey, what it do? Let's go. Hi, Sheba. What's up, family?
0: Oh, my gosh. You hey, guys, Purdy, you how know? you doing? <laughs> oh I just want to give you guys a hug. <laughs> oh, I know. I wish we can. Oh, my
2: goodness. Okay,
1: hold on. Let me see. Are we like already, are we like live right now? Can, yeah. we, like, can we like, hey,
2: guys? Yeah.
1: Oh, 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 it's official.
0: <laughs> we started.
2: Oh, okay. What up? <laughs> So exciting. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> we are. We are. Thank How you. How are you guys doing? Thank you both for I'm well, I'm in I'm in the room right now. Just <laughs> Yeah. But thank you, you j- for, for taking the time to do this. I know you you two are super busy all the time. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh, jeez. I really think one
0: second. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in the gym right now,
1: so now we wanna to try to make sure that these are try to control the music.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, so how's yes. everything, so are you in Are you
1: in Montreal still, or are you in, are you back in uh, Mexico?
0: No, 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 we're, we're back in Montreal.
1: you back in, back? How is it?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> Thriving and surviving, whatever you, got. I got you, I got you, I, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm a shitty liar, I can't lie, so. I know, I'm honestly, sure you no, don't need away. to, don't need to, just, just make the face and I get it, I got you. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> no but yeah i just have to tell you i know we talked about this a while ago about you with your posing and making that more of a thing so the fact that you're doing this now uh, I know we did talk
1: about it too didn't we
0: We. <laughs> i'm so People proud of see it, i'm like oh, i'm so happy for you because you're honestly you're so good like it's an art like it's, you just have it and the fact that you're helping so many people with their posing for their competitions and like, oh, I love it so much. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much,
1: man. Yeah, that was, that was one of those things where, like, obviously we spoke about, like, how bad I am with, like, posting on social media uh-huh. out there. And, um, yeah, I guess it got to the point where it's just like, Antoine, if you don't do something now, because I find, like, with, the, with this whole thing that's going on, I feel like um, a lot of things are up for grabs. If you look at it, it's like, it's just like whatever you want to do in life, like right now is the best opportunity because it's like not a lot, a lot of people are living in fear for various different reasons. And a lot of people are scared to take a chance and like to bite the bullet to see what happens. And I find like when situations like that happen, you literally have to just take a leap of faith because so much can happen when you don't think anything can happen. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so that's that was kind of like the conclusion that came to my brain to just be like, Antoine, if you don't do this now, you're not going to do it. And if you don't do this now, someone else else may step up to the plate and then do something that you could have done. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. (laughs) And then, yeah. yeah. I and that literally that. just started in the summer like that was just a summer thing and then I did not expect it to blow up how it did and um even all the physiques and athletes that trusted in me and then I mean we made some crazy magic so yeah that was that was a blessing yeah. in disguise for sure and also like a testament to like if you have an idea a thought you better go for it because yeah. then if, you, if you don't If you don't do it, you miss that season, and that door is gonna close, and then, and then you're stuck again. (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) So
0: yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, you hit on so many things that I want to touch on. Wow, I love that. It just went straight (laughs) for it. I love it. What I love about like when we like hang out, when the three of us or the four of us hang out, we just go straight for like the deep stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just life. life. So funny. I love it. I love it. So just to give a a brief introduction that I kind of missed in the beginning, for anybody listening for the first time or watching this for the first time, this is called Shift Happens and it's part of an ongoing series that I'm doing just to talk to people who I like to say are living lives that don't make sense on paper right people who are doing things that are a little different than what the narrative says it needs to be uh, and i just i love having these kind of conversations from people from all over the world living all sorts of lives because yes. there's so many common things that i always find in these conversations mm-hmm. and i feel like they're just reminders that under everything right all the labels and all the external things we're all just like that pure thing and it connects mm-hmm. us all so wow. And yeah. Shiva, you're the
2: perfect host for this topic. Fact. Like, I was sharing with my clients like what we're going to be, uh, what the title is of your mm-hmm. series, and I was like, "Shift happens," and they're like, oh, "I love that." And I'm like, "Isn't it? She's so good." At like, you're so good with your words, and like, you know, you're an awesome person. So, yeah, thank oh. you so much. An honor to be here. Mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. You know, I adore you, you too, but I know you too. So yeah. <laughs> let's introduce who you are to anybody else listening or, or watching yeah. this. Um, in your own words, you can say who you are and how you show up in the world.
2: Okay, so my name is Sylvia You Hamlet. This is my husband, Antoine Hamlet. Um, I'll let him introduce himself though. <laughs> so um, I man i feel like there's a long list i feel like um i am a personal trainer slash coach uh we've uh, been running our business or been coaching clients for about 12 years now so just as long as we've been we met each other um so uh that's what we do on a daily basis we uh you know initially tried working at a commercial gym I quit within a month so I broke in from that cloth and just like what you were saying like and just opened my own business and took that chance and just and just uh went for it and then so you know eventually we merged our business together and which which created FitLife Athletics um so yeah and I also uh am a uh plant connoisseur or I guess. <laughs> um so during the pandemic Mm -hmm. i actually uh built up a huge 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 love for plants and primarily because i finally was living out on my own or with like moving moved in with my husband finally so i always lived in the family house so i never got to decorate and stuff so yeah so i i became a uh, plant lover and then i quickly Mm -hmm. opened it up to a business and funny enough um back in february uh 2020 right when the pen, uh actually before the pandemic was announced um my sister and my mom just and i joked about us opening a plant business so i made it happen shortly after my grandma passed it was also a good moment for me to connect with her and um so yeah i do plants i work with uh, with uh just you know regular people or and also a lot of businesses lately so um i'm also a student um what's it called also a godmother to three beautiful children <laughs> and yeah let's, sit, let's sit there. <laughs> uh, my name is Antoine
1: and Hamlet full name um <clears throat> as my wife was saying um both met in a fitness program and uh been trainers for the same amount of time um also I'm a professional bodybuilder so um I made it all the way up to the Olympia in 2019, same year that we got married. So that was like probably the craziest year. (laughs) A year that we really miss, you know, we really want to recreate that, you know, but, but no. um, Yeah. So uh, 2019, we got married, uh, professional bodybuilder. So competing. Um, Yeah. And then after that, I've, I've gone through a series of injuries and, different situations that kind of set me back and uh, from there I uh, relied more on like my church community um, Mm -hmm. through that whole span of 2020 Um, and not just that uh, I wasn't we weren't working so we weren't able to operate in our business fully so we had to switch Mm -hmm. to online a lot of interesting things it was basically you had to basically pick up your pants and just do whatever you had to do to survive at that time which I'm assuming everyone had to go through the same thing um and then yeah so no so i relied on my church relied on my church community and uh, my pastor became my mentor over time so then i started to go more of the spiritual route because that's what i needed in my life at that time as opposed yeah. to like my wife she was able to work she was able to move um she picked up a real estate she picked up the plant business so it's just like it's kind of like our lives kind of went like this a little bit right because yeah. i didn't do anything after i had a surgery on my achilles and then after that, um, then I uh, came up with a person, uh, posing coaching, mm-hmm. uh, for IFBB pros, um, amateur level, national level, pro qualifier levels, which worldwide, I, worldwide basically, <laughs> um, doing online zooms <laughs> and stuff. So it literally went from like zero to hundred yeah. during the summertime where now, like, um, now I just am growing in that aspect. So as a PT, and as a posing coach, which I'm trying to like really get it going internationally and then mm-hmm. national and all that good stuff as it goes on. But um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. It's just so. All right, all right. so well, um,
2: this is the first time it's being like announced, Shiba. So, Want to oh. this you yeah, so, <laughs> I thought you were already doing
1: it. Yeah. So next month, um, I'm being wow. ordained by my by my pastor at my church to be a deacon. Yeah, so I'm going to be serving in, my, serving in the church in my community, and um, so that's, that's a great big blessing. reason why, because my grandfather, um, because I go so strong in my faith, is because of my grandfather, rest in peace. And um, he was never a deacon. He didn't want to be a deacon, and he, he um, encouraged a lot of people to come to the church and stuff like that but he just never wanted to serve you know he wanted to be on the you know just i'm gonna be on the back burner yeah, yeah. i'll send everybody here i'm gonna send everyone you guys away, but i'm gonna be on the back burner i'm gonna just <laughs> sit, sit back but um so i said to myself you know what i want to step up to the torch and i want to do something different mm-hmm. you know and just represent um you know my grandfather you know because because there's 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 a lot of blessings and great things when you carry on traditional things that mm-hmm. are good mm-hmm right and for me my grandfather can live on within me based off of how i how i go about my face so yeah so oh basically nice. that's in a that's
0: so beautiful <laughs> i love that well congratulations that's, that's next month
2: that's so beautiful.
0: yeah i hope they can make it
2: we'll we'll talk we'll talk after this we'll talk. We'll talk-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay um so you both have really really beautiful stories even just within um your relationship right like i love the story of if you wouldn't mind to share because i feel like this in itself it's a it, it's more of a shift right because yeah. you guys had to break out of the identity the, that supposed identity that you were portraying to like your family or your yeah. dad to like mm-hmm. this is really who we are yeah. and i know that in itself was such a, uh, a really like, hold, so, hold on hold oh, on hold on you two, oh still you know, yeah, chill out now don't start
2: we just got started. Oh,
0: don't really? start bugging out. I know, now. I, know I know. Okay, get it together. Control, so. control. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me cry, though, right? <laughs> no crying. Oh, my gosh.
2: Well, so I guess I'll start off the story a little bit. So in 2009, um, I was 18 years old. Antoine was around 23. 22. Yeah, 22, something like that. Um, so we both enrolled in the uh, George Brown's fitness program, fitness and lifestyle management, management program, which was super intensive. It was like three years, compressed into two and like you know university level courses like kin one kin two physiology all that stuff and like biomechanics and so we essentially met the first day of school and it wasn't an actual like school day you know when it's only like there's only like one course you get in that day on the first day or whatever so s was sitting at the front row you know ready to go like with the questions like that's what i, was, I felt I was, him. I was a class i was a class clown class clown always I joking was, yeah so I sat, I was behind him just by chance. I was behind him with like a group of friends that I had met that day and stuff. So um, so then what happened? So then he
0: he would always be asking
2: questions or like, you know, when the teacher's like, Dude, does, is, do people understand? And he'd be the one who's like, um miss but uh and you know just like and just you know be either class clown or yeah just be annoying so i didn't like that because i like consistent learning i like the no stops let's keep going you know (laughs) so then i was like oh my gosh this guy's gonna freaking you know hold us back in class all the time like wow you know and then so he puts his arm back on like his chair so and it's very short seat so um what's it called his his sleeve was like rolled up like this. And for some reason, I just was like, I, I don't know, I like when things are flat, you know, hoods popped out the other way, like, you know, that kind of thing. So I flattened out his sleeve and then he, you know, the boxer in him basically jumped super fast and like everybody was shocked because he just flinched so hard, like the biggest, one of the bad. bigger. And then, so I was like, what the freaking great?" So then that's what started our initial reaction or like initial <laughs> inter- interaction. And then after that, you know, <laughs> what did you think at that time? You're like, what's this supposed touching like, me for? Because at the time, like, I don't like people
1: touching me. Like, I don't like, it. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I do not touch me. But if, if you touch me and I can't see you in my peripheral vision, yeah. my elbows go. My like, <laughs> arms by, my elbows go. Yeah. To the point where, like, she started to learn, so like you know, like you go and like sneak up behind somebody, and like, hey, 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 hey. you know, be cute. Like throwing, stuff. I elbow, like I've elbowed her before, so now even to this day, if she does that, she'll know to do it quick and then grab me. And I'll I'll still flinch, but nothing happens. But anyway, so Anyways,
2: so then at the end of the pro, at the end of that that day, we like a group of friends were like, "Oh, where do you live? What's your route to go home?" Like we were all taking subways and buses mm-hmm. at that time, and um surprisingly he lived just like a main intersection away from kind of where i lived right so it was really close so then we from that day we took the subway together every day bus everything like basically traveled for two hours a total of four hours commuting you know there to school and and back home so um i knew the first day and i always i it's funny i just recently talked about this to a friend but I knew the first day he was going to be my husband. I knew, I, oh. and then the minute he opened his mouth about his spirituality and who he is, I, and like I saw that he knew the Bible, like the back of his hand, like, you know, all that. I was like, this is a special guy. Like I, and I'm always searching for like, you know, someone who has the same, you know, I, well, in that moment, I was looking for yes. someone who is also Christian and who also, you know, we both had the same faith. So. Um, I was like, wow, and you know, I was like, God, like, whoa, I wasn't even like looking for a boyfriend and like, in high school, I was like, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend, you know, (laughs) like, and then once, once we went to college, I had no expectations. I didn't have any, like, we both didn't. Yeah. And then yeah, so from that day, we actually, it was a week after from that day that we made it official and we were like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And then so Two months later, so this is at, we're you know, so relationships like going. Later. No, I think it was like some months later. September, October. Right, you're right. Much. One month, one month. One, one month later, Edwin had a men's retreat at his church to go to, right? And it's very, like, it was a little bit more extremist kind of thing. Like, so he was um, in a position where, you know, the the guys at the men's retreat were like, hey, you can't serve two gods at once. You have to, you can't be in a relationship right now if you're in a, you know, uh, walk with Christ at the moment and like, you know, just like coached him out of the re- of, of like being in a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. So then, um, yeah. So then he pulled me aside one day after a month of us being like officially together and said, you know, we can't be together anymore. And I was like, mo- I was like instant, just bawling, bawling, bawling. So, and a lot of people don't know that there was, there was, I didn't a know that. <laughs> Yeah, only because, you know, like, we don't talk about our story, like, so, 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 like, Often. Cool, so tell me from your,
1: your point of view. So, yeah, so the reason,
2: yeah, and I was
1: shocked when that happened because I'm like, we've only been dating for a month. We've only been friends. All we did was really study together, travel. So I was expecting, okay, this is going to be a breeze. I can just, you know, break this off. We'd be, we be cool, you know, no disrespect, and we go about our day. But I was standing there in awe, like, man, this, like, I don't understand. Like, I could not understand why she was crying so much. Like, mm-hmm. there was, no, there was, it was literally strictly friendship. So I'm like, this would be easy. So how she tracked me, and I say this specifically, how she tracked me, because <laughs> I'm, I'm, no one has never said this to me before. She was like, you know what? Okay, fine. I respect what you're saying. I get it. Because I clarified, it's not you. It's not Mm -hmm. you it's me it's my faith because oh yeah to add to that i was abstinent for three years before i met her Mm -hmm. so like i was really devoting myself in my spiritual walk because i had nothing else i had no Mm -hmm. family helping me my grandfather lived in the states so we kept in communication on the phone but i had no one present at that Mm -hmm. time in my life so all i had was the church you know what i mean so at that time i was like man that is That's, they've been guiding me, helping me, encouraging me and giving me knowledge that I need. So I'm going to take in what they say. Long story short. So she was like, you know what then? Fine. We can break up. It's cool, but don't tell nobody. Don't say nothing to nobody and let's continue to be friends. And I was like, that's kind of interesting because for me, when you break up, you break up. You know, it's just like there's really no more friendship. It's it's very superficial. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, have a good day. Okay, bye. Um, so you go about your day. <laughs> no, nah, she was like, No, nah, we're gonna we gonna keep riding it out. And I'm
2: like, yeah, right. just take the, I'm like, all right, all right, fine. I'm like, I all right. Said, let's still be friends, let's still do what we were doing. But she said, Don't let's tell be- nobody though. Yeah, because why I don't not everyone needs to know about your business. I tell you.
1: Even but- to this day,
2: okay, everyone? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah so then um but no but um but after I say that, that with a
2: firm boundary and I, and I guess we'll go there.
1: but yeah but no but then after that it was just like um when I broke up with her it was just I saw I, I I saw how much she was a real friend
0: yeah she never asked
1: anything of me um I needed more than she did at the time like she would always have like bus tokens like she just did little things to always to take care of like the little things that she knew I didn't have but she never said it you know what I mean? Like she never put a highlight on it, but she just, here, there you go. Do this. And in my head, I'm like, how do you know I need this? Okay. You know what? Thank you. You know, like I'll get in my head. Cause obviously you start starting to feel insecure anyways, but no, yeah. She was just very consistent. And in my head, I was just, then I started praying. I'm like, man, am I supposed to date? Like, is this okay? Is it safe? Cause again, when you, when you get out of the dating world for specific, like spiritual reasons, you don't want to do anything that's going to hinder or take away all that work that you put so much in to get your, your headspace right. Because relationships can give you a whole different type of whirlwind and it take you off your, off your game. But anyways, no, I saw her, that she was an amazing friend and she was there for me and she was extremely consistent, which, which I, I really value in terms of friendship, especially when you're gonna be with someone. And yeah. So basically I was like, hey, um, you, know, you wanna ask funny, I didn't even know how to ask, re-ask the question again. But, um, but I realized uh, when we both set boundaries, like after we actually made it official, once we both set boundaries as to the do's and the don'ts, and that was it. And we just continued to be friends and uh, go through life. And then, yeah, here we are today.
2: Literally study partners, travel Oh man, partners. we lived, We
1: right? We lived in school together. Yeah. When yeah. I did firefighting, she did, when we both decided to do firefighter, we did firefighter, like we do everything together. It's, mm. There's no, there's no better person to do life with, especially when you know you have like a, a deep, deep, deep connection. Just do everything together. It's mm-hmm. so much easier. It's less stress. You guys can keep each other accountable. You can take care of each other. Like, it's so much more uplifting when you're doing it with someone you love as opposed to just you know a friend or a coworker or whatever. So anyways.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So you guys were, were friends, <laughs> or oh, yes. dated? No, seriously. <laughs> yeah, for a very long time, like for a few years, and then um, I'd really, if you're comfortable with this, obviously, go ahead, yeah. go ahead ask anything. But, but so you're. You're an interracial couple, right? So if yes, anybody's yes, like yes, listening yes. to this after, just let you know you're you're an interracial couple. And I know Sylvia, you're there was yep. something with your father where you yep. didn't want to. Even yep. though I feel like he sure. you said he kind of already guessed there, right? like he kind of already knew. Or was he like completely surprised?
2: I think it was it was more so surprised from a position where like he was the last one to know. Okay, that is more of where the surprise came from, I think, but. Um, I can go into like a little bit of that. So essentially I'm, I'm Korean. I have Korean background. I'm born in Canada. Um, I've lived with my parents all up until the point where I got married. So 28 years I was living, um, you know, with my parents and my grandma. So we're very, uh, Korean people really, you know, the culture is very much so embedded in you at a very young age. So, you know, I always grew up hearing like, you can't, don't, you can't be outside of dating like a Korean or like, you know, you have to be with a Korean like that kind of, <laughs> kind of undertone, I guess. But, um, yeah, I just, I never really think that was for me. Like, like I, I don't know how to explain it, but I just, I didn't understand why, let's say, right. Yeah. Like as a kid growing up. So I felt like I had to have made an ultimatum if I, were to tell my parents really early that I was with someone like someone who is Antoine. So I told my mom though, I do my mom and I have a closer relationship and I did tell her, you know, year one into it. And she's always told me like, you know, Christian boy, Christian boy. I'm like, yeah, sure. Cause like I that that also was one of my values as well. So um when I met Antoine and I'm like, holy crap, like this guy is just like literally checks off everything right and he's yeah he's shown me so much love and like I learned so much from him and so I was like I know it's going to be like this is going to happen kind of thing you know so year one I assessed our relationship and then I finally told my mom she's like oh no you can't you can't you can't you can't be together you can't be together like no it's not because you just, you think that everyone is looking into your life and then shunning you, like whether it's like, you know, older aunties back in Korea or like, you know, just, just random. It could be friends from the church who are like, oh, you know, like they don't, they want to avoid like that gossip, I feel like maybe because I feel like that is gossip because it's none of their business. And again, like going back to it's none of people's business sometimes. so. Um, but, uh, yeah, with that being said, uh, I still was with Antoine and I always prayed like, God, if if this is the man for me, if this is the man you want me to be with, like, there's nothing that's going to break my family apart and me and Antoine apart if it really is for us, right? Like what for us, what is for you is like for you and not against you. Yeah. So then I kept praying, I kept praying and like, at that moment, we both were getting, you know lots of clients and then we both merged our business and then boomed even more like you know at a certain point we were training at a you know well-known facility that's you know shouldn't have outside trainers in there and not i'm like you know being like everybody led us to our thing you know like we were very you know but anyway so moving on <laughs> i want to add to that point yeah I'm okay on. yeah okay,
1: Um, the, I remember, um, also in the beginning, in the beginning phases, when I used to come by the house sometimes, because we would study, we would have projects and stuff. And then, um, I remember as we were getting into it, she would always be nervous in terms of like how she would tell her parents about being married. Like, you, you know, when you have those little, little marriage talks or like futuristic talks and, um, my model, like what I really wanted the both of us to focus on was um, let's let our success speak for our relationship. Like let's let our successes and the things that we strive for in life, let's let that speak for us as opposed to, hey, this is who this person is. And then you have to give all these attributes. It's like, no, what have you guys done? How long have you guys been together? Okay, cool. Well, because she lives at home, her parents are gonna be, they're gonna see the person, her personality, her attitude, parents know when their children are dating. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's, there's a different, there's just a different energy that comes with it. So my goal was let's let our, our hard work and our, what we, what we want to pursue. Let's let that speak for our relationship. Mm -hmm. So when that time comes, there's no question asked. I mean, who
2: who is he? What have you guys done? Yo, here's our resume. Yeah. You like that? Mm -hmm. Here's how much money we've saved together. Here's how much we what we have planned for the future. Like these are our goals, you know, like just. So, essentially, we, like, built up our relationship through our successes, and we always did it together, like Antoine was just mentioning, and it was, I would always battle it. It was something that was in me for so long that I was battling. I resented my mom a lot. I, you know, kept Antoine a secret from all the adults in our family, but all our cousins knew, my siblings knew, like, and, you know, everyone loves Antoine. Like, everyone loves Antoine. Like, I just, (laughs) well... I, and I say that because, not just because he's my husband, but because if you actually took a minute to like take in who this amazing person in is, you'll, like, you know, this I can't too. even I can't finish that sentence because yeah, you're a great guy, Edwan, like jeez. Mm-hmm. No, and, no. and, and, and I see this because finally after telling my dad, like, you know, I'm, I'm with, I need to tell you something. This was before we were going to Korea for, month with my brother I was basically yeah I was going to Korea with my brother um, and my we were moving out of our family home into our condo that they had uh, gotten a few years back and then so um, I was like gosh this is the moment you know you and I always had those moments like when is the best time when is the right time when's the best time to like tell my dad that I've been in this amazing relationship for nine years and He would see him around the gym and like you know doing projects around the house with me and stuff but never really thought you know anything more of it so I sat my dad down and I was like by this point I'm probably already crying I'm pretty sure I was crying crying. (laughs) and he was like fixing a door like in the washroom you know before we were to move and stuff so everything everybody's packing their own stuff like you know doing their own thing in the house and then so something came over me and I was like this is the time. This is the time so then I walked into his room and that's when I to- like I sat down I was like I have something to tell you i've been a re- in a relationship um for a long time now and I'm ready for that next step and you know him like you know x y z the and then he asked you <laughs> yeah well no don't say that, sorry, no not a bad thing no well no, no, <laughs> because you' like what are you
1: gonna say don't
2: say that forever. well him. he was like that uh, funny. Is it a is it a boy? And I was like, yes, it's a boy. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like just old school, right? Just old school. And I was just, funny. like, you know, yeah. So and then so from that point, I literally was just like, Sylvia, you have nothing to hold back anymore. Like this is the moment to just start spilling it out. So then um, I started saying like, you know, just everything. Just told him about everything. And then they started questioning me. They meaning my mom ended up coming upstairs because he's like, go get your mom. And then. So it was just, it was just such a weird moment because my dad and I are not super, super close like that. Like everything's like, you know, talking about finances or like, or school or like, you know, studying or, you know, business, like we're, which is great. I'm grateful for all the, you know, teachings that I've got from my dad, but that was the main person I was scared of. I was scared to tell him the most nine years for nine years That's a lot of anxiety and then so yeah I kept it in yes, my body like my stomach was always bloated I had always a foggy mind I had like I would have like spurt like bursts of like unhappiness headaches. and like yeah headaches like it was just nuts so crazy so um and also throughout that period I competed twice and I also didn't invite my parents to come to my show or anything because I'd much rather want Antoine there because he was like, we were, t- you know, training partners and stuff. So
0: um,
2: I kind of regret, no, no, I don't, I, you know, I shouldn't say regret because again, it. if I didn't come with all our credentials for a relationship, who knows what, if my dad would have approved or not, you know what I mean? Like, for and and have been the school, same. Thing. yeah, Korean immigrant, like parent, like, you know, I can't, I can't blame them for thinking the way that they do, or even my grandma, like her old school thinking and stuff. But um, with all that to say, it kind of was an awkward week. But luckily, we were going to Korea. So I didn't have to talk to them for a long a while. <laughs> so I kind of like dropped the bomb like, at that moment and just just left. But um, yeah, so then from there, my dad was like, okay, like, you know we we're trying to figure out a date where Antoine can meet him um and then by that time he had the ring right Do yeah, tell I had the ring. so so yeah so i met i met oh, him wow. i was nervous
1: Woo! i was nervous the reason why though is because um i would always ask questions about her dad and stuff because i didn't i didn't grow up with a dad so like i was like trying to learn like what is a dad like what is how is he towards you what is his personality like and then um, as I got to know him, he his personality is a lot like my grandfather. So very, very black and white, straight in your face. When you talk to him, you gotta be a man, you gotta be confident in what you're saying. So so for me, I'm used to that. So I was like, well, I can't wait to I was actually excited. I can't wait to, I can't wait to talk to him. I ain't afraid. I ain't scared. So, um, but then when I saw him walking and, and where, where you, you were somewhere and I think you're like, oh, my dad's here. Yeah. That's coming. I'm so like, there's
2: a spot that my dad has like, like, uh, meetings at It's a, it's at the hotel cafe. So he always still has his meetings there. So I was waiting at the five guys burger across the street and then he was there. And I was like, you know, like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear what happened.
0: <laughs> you
1: no, know, man, we met, you know, I got up, shook his hand, sat down. He, um, he's like, you want something to drink? I got me some water. He got himself a tea. And I was like, ooh, he got a tea. Okay, this is for real. <laughs> like, he, that's, a, that's a grown man drink. Like, he got a tea. <laughs> that is so funny. But anyways, but no, so no, we started talking. And um, and I, I, actually, I actually gained a lot of respect for him. Because the questions that he asked is what I would assume a father would ask a young man that wants to marry his daughter. And literally, he was just like, so why do you want to marry my daughter? straight up took a sip and after almost after every question he would take a sip or like when i finished the statement he would take another sip and i feel like that was like it gave him time to get his thought process in but um but no it went very well he asked me all the right questions and then um and i i actually asked him a question and i think that's i think that's what kind of showed him who i was and i asked him i was like um if there's something that you are afraid of or worried about or concerned in terms of Sylvia and I being married, what is it? And then he said, he was just like, he took a sip and he kind of nodded and he was like, well, it's, it's, you guys just financial, um, it's your finances, like how you guys live, how you guys make money because he's more of a real estate business, entrepreneur type kind of guy and we're personal trainers. So like that type of job in parents'
2: eyes is more- It's still more, entrepreneurs, it's but, so much, but it's not, to them, it's not like, it doesn't feel like we can sustain our living. Right, like, can't really yeah. live. Like there's gonna come a certain point where
1: we're gonna hit a rock bottom and then we won't be able to get up with that right. type of career, I'm assuming. And, um, and that, that's what, that was his answer. And it's kind of cool because to this day, I always have that in the back of my mind whenever I see certain things. And it kind of like motivates me because I'm like, if that's something that he's worried about and I'm marrying his daughter, well, if that make if it makes him comfortable to know that we both can take care of each other and I can take care of her as well as myself, well then I'm doing an amazing job in a man's eyes. You know what I mean? So, um, so once, once I heard what his concerns were, it it, it motivated me even more that like, well, I could do this thing, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but yeah. And then after that, I mean, Man, it was, it was beautiful. So and you I know what? Like it, yeah, no,
2: even before that. So after they had the meeting, like, of course, Antoine, I mean, yeah, of course, my dad really liked him, right? He even was like, you got a ride to go home. He's like, Antoine's like, yeah, yeah, your daughter, like, like, you know, it's like, she's across the street waiting No, But, um you know, they became friends after. And then, so shortly after that conversation, my dad and I had a chance to speak with, like, my mom there, my aunts and uncles, my grandma sitting there, even though she doesn't understand my responses because I was speaking in English. You know, it's just, it's like sometimes it's a little bit easier. So, um his, and he's like, Sylvia, you know that my first concern is not because he's Black.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Be like, and he's like, that that has nothing to do with it. It's how our finances and how our in investments are tied together, how it how it affects, right? So he's just he's coming from a, to a completely different standpoint, mm-hmm. and also he basically reassured to me, and he's always said this, like from little conversations, like him and my mom would have, like, you know uh wouldn't you want them to be with a korean person or something my mom would say this a lot and then my dad would say just don't you have no like just don't say anything like you like it's none of your business it's none of your you like just let them do what they want to do so every time i heard that as i was getting you know more confident to tell my dad like it would it would be more closer to that time it was actually yeah but that year that i told him he would say more things like that Mm -hmm. um and then it just reassured me that like that, that day after the conversation Antoine and him had, it reassured me that it had nothing really to do with his race. And it was coming from a different point for me, like from different people to me, you know, like my mom or like. And what's, what's beautiful is that, I don't know, we, we broke the mold in that sense. Like he's the first like mixed person on our side of family, the you side of family. No, only so like, chocolate,
1: only milk chocolate up in that bedroom.
2: <laughs> 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 so it's going to we set a new generation of of like you know like what's to come so yeah that's huge for me like a big part of like <sighs> <sighs> no emotional.
0: What did I tell you? You can't cry. I know, yeah. I don't. yeah, yeah. No, you, I'm, you calm of, down. I'm you gonna down. cry. You calm down. Look, you keep your eyes open, ladies. <laughs>
1: keep your eyes open. Chill, both of y'all. Oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> she's good now. She's good. She's, yeah, good. Got, oh, she's okay. good. She's good. She's good. We wait. Wave so it so off. Right. But
2: yeah, so I was like, holy crap. Like, first of all, I waited so long to, um, you know, tell my dad when. I, you know, I didn't really have to hold it in, and I just created a lot of tension between him and I, and also um, just add a lot of negativity towards my my parents and stuff. Oh, this is so good. Oh my gosh, yeah. You hold good? On. You
1: good? You good? Y'all good? Oh, uh, everybody, open their eyes now.
2: Come on, open your eyes wide. Come on, come on, come on. Concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> Next probably like oh why are they always crying together? <laughs> oh my goodness, gosh. Oh. But yeah, so that with that being said, like mm. I, can, it's so um like funny to me and like I love seeing my dad and Antoine like having such great times and my mom like she's just so jokes with it like they're just they're so funny together like they're just both each other's like cheerleaders all the time and like. <laughs> Even, like, my mom started to teach Antoine Korean over the pandemic. And, like, she was, like, his Korean teacher. And, like, him and my dad would go boating when we're at our trailer. Like, go, go out on their own. And we're like, when are they coming back? You know? And, like, there's, like, no service. You know not I even mean? So then, and they would have their own conversations. And, like, you know, have, like, life conversations. And it's crazy because I never really had those kind of conversations with my, with my dad. Because we weren't close. And it was, like, it was really much so, you know, like, the you work, you come home, sleep, like that, that That kind of like thing. But of course they were doing it for their kids, right? Like I have a brother and an older sister. So like the three of us were, our parents hustled to keep us, you know, give us a great future. So um, yeah, I, I, of course my parents would love Antoine, like of course. And I, and I always see this and yeah, our wedding was like, was very special. was very, very, um, Beautiful. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to stop right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was but I I love I love the the points that you made because you made a few points about how it took you so long, you had such a big fear about yeah. this and you suffered, you know, so much even within yourself like you had even health issues just from mm. holding on to this big secret because you have so much yeah. fear. What could be the possibility of, like, m- your father or your whole family yeah. actually accepting yeah. him? And for all of these years, that fear kept you from actually yeah. doing it.
2: But and, what's like, amazing as you, as is it, that... You're
0: like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it really
2: does come down to it's God's timing because what else would have compelled me in that moment to push me to say something? And I, I love that it actually took nine years because, again... I was able to come with credentials and be like, hey, we have this much, um, you know, like this much money saved and we want to have a wedding and we want to do it like this. And like, you know, like really, I just laid it all down onto him. Like he was, my dad was yeah. probably like, holy crap, there's, this is so much to handle in one day. But I was like, we have our business together. We have like, you know, we do this together. We have this, you know, I was like really just naming off all the great things that we've done together. And mm-hmm. then and then shortly after my parents asked, did you go to to uh, Cuba with, <laughs> with him at that time? Did you go to Bahamas with him at that time? Did you, was he there at the trip? And I'm like, yes, like, I, I had nothing to hide anymore. I, I literally just was like, you know, just I said everything I had to say. And I'm like, it's so what it is, you know? And then so, yeah, it's, I'm very happy we are in this time in our life. Yeah. And every Sunday, or no, not even every Sunday, but every day, there's always like moments where I'm like, thank you god so much for allowing this path to be what it is now today like and allowing us to like do life alone and or sorry do life together and also um just let every let let our successes speak for our relationship rather than um you know
0: trying to force force it trying to force it yeah
2: convince yeah
0: Oh, I just love you too so much. <laughs> and that's such a long story because we've been together for twelve years. So like there's so much that
2: happened. <laughs> oh, so much. But yeah, we'll keep it Of course. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. Bet. I bet. And I think you you're such a good and I now I understand why you guys are such great business owners together while still being like a couple together. It's because you know you were working towards having that foundation and that foundation and that bond is so strong because of that. Because it was in a way where you were preparing things that you knew would be important to your father right? So like now I'm like, okay, yes, like I get it now. So I love that. I love that. And I love the work that you do too. You both are, you know, personal trainers. Um, Let's talk about that. You started your business a long time ago. Now we know like personal trainers are everywhere. Mm. <laughs> no, this, literally like there's a lot. This is a very yeah, popular yeah. thing now. But you guys started your business 12 years ago. What was like, what was happening to actually give you, you know, the motivation to like, we're going to do this?
2: Yeah so yeah do you
1: want you go you go okay. um one one realization that um that we came to was we we valued life we value life and time over money and because we realized so prime example like sylvia she it's in her blood she would have like so many hustles so she would be doing like actually both of us um she would be training clients and then work at lululemon and then she would where else did you work like she would have like little jobs we're at my
2: store. We owned a convenience yeah, store for like team. 15 years. So I was working and then at she my store. Come up, she'll come up with someone
1: and be like, yo, since we travel so much, I want to work at the airport so we can get discounts. Or, you know, and in my head, I'm like, if you work at the airport to get discounts, you're going to be doing a nine to five. You're only making how much an hour. Like that's when we, that's when we started calculating work. And at the same time, like, um, I also worked at a, a good life part-time while we were. Extreme, extreme it,
2: fitness. Yeah, it was, it was extreme fitness. fitness. That was in
1: the beginning. But then Good Life, that, that's when the bulk of it. When I was at Morningside Crossing. Oh, okay, okay,
2: okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so then I was, I was. Um, what would you call it? Motivator or whatever. Just doing fun. I just wanted something sweet and simple because it gave both of us free memberships. So we could just do our hustle out of Good Life, right? So, again, I'm like, man, so if I work at Good Life, it's going to be beneficial for the both of us because we were using Good Life at the time to, to run our business, right? I was trying and to, to build up a clientele, switch. yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so then... Um, So then after that, I'm realizing like, man, I'm working at good life and I'm making this much an hour, but I'm working so much. And then if I just had X amount of clients and I can charge this much, i get more life. Not just that. I don't have to worry about asking somebody, oh, I'm sick. Can I stay home? Or am I feeling well? Or a family situation? Or I got to go to Montreal so I'm going to kick it with some fan for a weekend? Or you can't do that. You can't do that. And for me, I couldn't have it. And then for Sylvia, like she, her whole family are nothing but entrepreneurs and all business owners. So it's in her blood. Me, I don't know what that looks like, but I like it. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I rock with it. I don't like this nine to five stuff because that's what I grew up seeing. You know what I mean? And it sucks. You can't do anything. So, anyways, yeah. So that was the main gist of why we stayed entrepreneurs because it's like, can't any no one can give it to us and no one can take it away from us it's our it's our job and it's our responsibility to take it to where we want to and depending on how how much we push ourselves then that's going to define exactly where we're going to go I saw a post the other day and it said it said um oh you wanted to quit a nine to five job but you don't understand being an entrepreneur is a 24-7 yeah Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's just like how you, you want it, like a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs. They want to be their own boss, but do you understand how much work it actually takes? Because how successful you are actually determines the type of person that you are mm. from within. But anyways, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I think that was, that was the big step of it. And then um we just got better and better. We got better at it. We started realizing that it was more than just getting someone in shape because in order for you to be able to get someone in shape, you have to understand the psychological, yeah, emotional, mental, they're whether, they're it, whether it's through. internal or external, whether it's their job. Like there's reason why people are having like a funk in terms of understanding with that you are important or you are valuable or it's OK to take an hour out of your time to not have to worry about work because some boss is down your throat. You know what I mean? So then once we started realizing like, oh, wait a minute, we have other abilities outside of training. We can coach people through life. Like we can give advice because we go through the same thing, Mm -hmm. but then it also ties into our faith because that's what our faith demands of us Mm -hmm. to give of ourselves. So it's just like you have to use your gifts in your crafts, in In your your abilities, in your career. That's how you bless your community you know and it's just and then and then and then it just then it just becomes it just it just keeps going because the job becomes easy right and then you start to understand people more you know like i'll speak for myself like if you wanted to train with me well then your goal that's important that's all we're doing but then i started realizing it's like it's more than that right maybe some people want to come train with me because they want to talk about some things and they can trust that the information is not going to get anywhere or this guy has really good energy and
2: he thinks different from me. And I like the way he thinks cause it's positive or Even our client today, what? Madeline, like we just finished with her and she was like, you know, training a, a big part of this is social. I want to socialize with you guys. And she trains with us like three, four times a week. She always wants to, and she's like, I, I get so much more out of just training. And it's, I, a lot, a big part of it is I really like talking to you guys. Yeah. So, and that, I was like, wow, like she just said that before even, you know, our conversation. And I was like, that's really nice. Like it just, it always solidifies like what we're doing is what right. we're supposed to be doing. And it's good. Yeah. And, we're li-
1: and we're living in our destiny. So I think, well, that's, that's my
2: and I don't know if you mm-hmm. want to add to that. Yeah. And I think throughout, throughout our careers as like early trainers, um, I've had like church friends say to me, like, you know, you guys are not only trainers, like you guys are, god's using you to uh you know using you guys in your in your craft and in your um you know your work your line of work to touch people and to like to like just enlighten everyone just in any way whatever way they need right like whether it's more of a mental thing or whether it's an actual physical health thing or you know yeah or like an external thing like aunt was saying so yeah, just being an encouragement to anyone who, like, comes in our path, essentially, is what we like to do and is what people should do. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you're able to surrender to that. Because I feel like a lot of people, even going back to, you know, having the fear of doing something or feeling called to something and whatever the issues or why you don't follow it, for some people, a lot of that is is that fear of, you know, mm-hmm. surrendering to that. But I mm-hmm. think, like Anton mentioned it, because of your faith, you know that, you know, like to be in servitude, to actually let God's source, like, flow through you and in touch all these things that you do. So I love that. I mm-hmm. think That's so beautiful.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, now, um, I wanted to ask something. Like, as you we were talking, it came to me, but now it's gone. Let me see if I can bring it back. <laughs> I think I was going to talk about... Um, Yeah, so let's talk about it. You guys are more successful now. Obviously, you've been in business now for 12 years doing this. So you're Mm -hmm. definitely way more susceptible than when you first started. Do you still have those moments where, you know, because I feel like there's a stigma, right? Like people think when you're following your calling or you're following your dharma, whatever you want to call it, that yes like everything for me i feel like there is more ease to it but that doesn't necessarily mean it's always easy there's still going to be growth involved in it right there's still going to be those uncomfortable shifts there's uncomfortable things that are gonna make yeah. you grow through it so what happens like what do you do or if you still have these moments or what do you refer back to to help you through these moments
2: you go first because that was a recent thing he just battled <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: oh okay so um i think to answer your question from my perspective i found it had a lot to do with identity
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um so i competed for i don't know a long time let's just say i can't get the number right now in my head but yeah you compete for so long um you make it all the way to the top like literally you make it up to the top And then you're training people, you're doing everything, and then a pandemic happens or a situation happens where it's out of your control and it's taken away from you. So you're like, whoa, like, hold on, like, wait a minute, this isn't by my, I didn't ask for this, I I don't want to stop, like, wait a minute. And then you have that. Then, fine, you're a bodybuilder. Okay, fine. If I can't, if I can't train people, okay, cool. I could still go to the gym. I could find a gym. I could still go to the gym, train my body, because, you know, this is my fortress. At least, at least I can do one of them. You know, I'll find a way to make money, but I need to be able to do one of them. And then you get injured. Now you can't take care of yourself, and you're not working to take care of other people, and you're not making money. Where is your identity? Who are you now? <laughs> when you're on the couch, you can't go nowhere. What do you, who are you? And I find, um, I find in order for an individual to continue to be able to elevate and be able to evolve um, no matter how long they've done so, no matter how good they are, is you can't forget who you are, where you come from and your why. Why did you start in the first place? So all the things that, so all the things that I was telling you, the reason why we started in the industry external things can come at you, whether it's yourself. So one was external that I couldn't control, and then one was just me, I was injured. So I have both internal ex- and external. And it's like, in that moment, you have to, you can't stop battling, right? And what I mean by you can't stop battling is you, you have to keep fighting to keep going forward so, you're trying to constantly not allow your mind to go into a very dark place and stay there. So it's just like, man, I'm not going to be able to compete again. This is it. My body's not going to be the same. I'm not even going to be able to train, man. This is crazy. How long is this pandemic going to last for? I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. You can't stay there. If you stay there, you're done. Because when the opportunity comes for you to get out of it, you won't even be able to see that, that you are out of it because your mind has been in this funk for so long that you think this is it and that and a lot of people go through that and I, again that's where uh, my faith came in um i was at that time we had life groups at my church Serve city shout out Shout out, Sir city. um but Don't yeah <laughs> but that's but that's where we had our life groups and what life group is is basically we would talk about uh the previous the previous sermon that was spoken on sunday and then it allows for people, members in the church or people that saw it on, um, on YouTube live stream, we could just talk it out. Hey, what did this scripture mean? Have you ever experienced this in life? And this is what we're doing now. You're talking life just from the scripture and making it relevant to what you're going through now. So that right there, I was able to see that God was doing a crazy, crazy, crazy work. But in order for him to be able to do that, he had to sit me down. So, like, if I was able to work still, let's just say I was injured, but I was still able to crutch go to the gym and do all that stuff, I probably still wouldn't have been able to really uh, have self-evaluation to actually see who I am, what I am, and where I'm going. I'm newly married, right? We've only been living there for, like, a year, right? So, like, I'm still going through this whole process of husband, man, living in this, like, we can't go nowhere. I got to wake up. Like, you know what I mean? So, I'm going through that. I'm going through a whole lot. Make a long story short um by going through my faith and then even having my pastor stepping up and being my mentor at that time it kept challenging my brain to keep thinking futuristic but keep thinking about okay so when you are able to go back to the gym what are you going to do right when you are able to train clients are you just going to continue to train clients that like you did before or are you going to try to step up and add something out to that resume what other gifts do you have? What else are you good at outside of personal training? You did that for so long. Well, let's add a new ingredient in there, which then can take you to a whole, a totally different route, but it doesn't take away from personal training. Who are you? What can you do? What are your abilities? And then that's, that's then I got to a point where I started thinking like that. So then I was like, okay, cool. Now my, my creativity is coming back. My thinking's coming back. My ideas are coming back. And that was from me constantly not stop, um, stop working on not going into a very dark place. Mm-hmm. And I find, so anyone, if you're good at good at something and you're been doing it for so long, but you keep going through those funks, every single time you go to a funk, you have to re ask yourself, why did I do this in the first place? What was the reason? What was the purpose and what am I good at? Oh yeah. If I'm good at all these qualities are, have I gained any new qualities? from all this time and years of experience and then how can I reinvent myself? Mm-hmm. And I find it's very important as entrepreneurs, you have to continue to find ways to reinvent yourself mm-hmm. in, in the, the, the career or industry that you're working in. And I find that that would really, that constantly keeps you on a momentum and you just keep going up.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I totally agree, I totally agree. And I love the fact that you said something um, that I really wanna highlight, you talked about community. So the community aspect was huge for you too. And this is something else that, you know, a lot of us are coming back to that community thing. We're all coming back to like trying to find people who think like us or people who understand us on a deeper level. When we mm-hmm. do go through these tough these tough times, they can, they can help us, you know, they can reflect back like, hey, this is who you really are. Hey, mm-hmm. I see this, I see God's love or whatever love. I mm-hmm. see something in you that you may not be seeing right now. So I think mm-hmm. I like I love to like the fact that you talked about the community aspect, and I think that's so 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 needed right now. <sighs>
2: Please, yeah. And Shiba what's was <laughs> crazy to even add to like Antoine's realizations, like because I'm looking at it from a different perspective, right? Like as his mm-hmm. wife and like as a supporter, his like you know just backbone, like with with business and just you know partners. So, um, so Vancouver when we went away to Vancouver, it was kind of our time to like to relax and like just kind of clear our heads goal set like vision like think of what it was a thinking trip you know it was one of those like recover and think and think about your goals and stuff so um we already had everything set in line to launch his posing and stuff and uh, you know, great gym out in Burlington, pure muscle and fitness for anyone who doesn't know about it. Um, you know, just a family gym again, yeah, yeah, like another community, uh, another community that we have as well. Um, but it allowed, you know, the gym has allowed Antoine to take his posing to the next level, right? At that, at that at beautiful gym. So, um, there was a moment where, so he his schedule blew up so fast with the number of people that start to book with him that he had to open another day and another day, like very quickly, like week after week, he had to just keep extending those days. And I'm like, yo man, do we have to move to Burlington? Because you're doing amazing out here. Right? Like, and and they're always telling us like, you guys gotta move out here. And I'm like, we're like, maybe one day, you know? So, um, but yeah, so they, uh, and, Put up his poster, they allowed him to bring his poster and like we had all that all set before we went on our trip so that we were ready to launch just when we got back to uh, back home and then so I like him even seeing himself and like just he was like oh are you sure we should put that there like oh is it okay to put it up like you know is it not too much like and it's like you know and I'm like yo man like put this up in the corner like it looks amazing right like and it's just a, and it was the perfect way for people to connect with with Antoine right for, for mm-hmm. with like business wise and also just social media and stuff mm-hmm. um and yeah it was just nonstop, like client after client after client and then he started to burn out. I feel like to the, the point where he couldn't see the good or like the importance in, or even your abilities. His, his abil- He started to question his abilities as like opposing coach and like and I just just, just you just he mm-hmm. had that moment where he just questioned himself from being so yeah. like over. Maybe it was a lot at once for him and he wasn't like used to that. Maybe like being all, all in your face very quickly and then out there like and out there and he's a private person like as much as like we share on our platforms and stuff like we are very private yeah. people too there's a lot of pe- things people don't know and again yeah. i say that again <laughs> and <laughs> and uh yeah so with all that to say like there it was a really big me- mental battle that he went through with like all of a sudden not believing himself yeah like that it was as much as it ramped up it's like right away he crashed and just started to not believe himself and so i i had to like almost check him and be like hey man like yo like hey wake up like don't 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 do that don't do that this is not we didn't come all the way here to do that and to and to speak that so yeah and then so he went through his own and this was this is literally like months ago we're speaking like not even weeks 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 very recent like six maybe six weeks ago a lot of breakthroughs this year a lot of breakthroughs but like, what, 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 yeah. what are your views on her question though
1: when you're when you're doing this so long how do you um...
0: <laughs> well you answered antoine sylvia hasn't yet
2: <laughs> shiva she, can you ask the question just like clearly again for me
0: when you... <laughs> so Don't i you... was saying that when you're when you have the times where you do doubt yourself right or when yeah, when you go to like I a had this moment product. yesterday. I think
2: I think I was even gonna say actually yes before you answer that question. I just realized. So I have a plant business, and I'll, I'll share a little story on that. I um I lately I've been connecting with businesses and stuff, and I've had great opportunities with like awesome coffee shops and coffee companies and stuff. Hail Coffee showed up, um, and there was another company that I did plants for, and then. There was a lot of miscommunication. Like I wasn't getting, you know, responses back. Like it was kind of like slow, kind of like com- like communication back and forth. So, um, I- essentially, I lost out on an opportunity to be their official plant person, like plant care person. They didn't time. You forgot I- that. Yeah. Happened. So they didn't pay me on time. Like you know, there was a lot of. I kind of was like, you know, it left me in a weird spot with them. But essentially, I was upset at myself for not staying on top of my schedule and like and my to-do lists to be able to hold business that I created already. Right. So that was one thing that slipped through my fingers. I feel like, and it was just a recent thing that I, I just kind of went through this week and I, in that moment, I was upset with myself. Like you let, you let that connection go. You let like, you know, it could have been you that does all the plant care. Like, you know, like just, I I got in my head a little bit Mm -hmm. and I was like, whatever it's like and one of my good friends actually who's i think she's watching she said you just matched the manager's energy he didn't pay you you didn't do work for him why would you why would you do more out of from something that they haven't even paid you even though the invoice was like three weeks late like and you know so i started to like scale back and just like check myself a little bit and was like you're good at what you do you love what you do too um you're gonna stay like what's for you is what's for you again right like that's that's a that's a really big big thing and um so i just knew that there's going to be other opportunities that come and you know one recent one was my church uh, donated um a thousand dollars to sills concrete jungle my my company Aww. in um connection to uh install plants at a extended care like nursing home in Scarborough. So they do a lot of community work and like we're very much so like tied in with the the church and the community. So um, yeah, it was was like a two for one kind of thing. So like I was able to, you know, do something like that. And that that to me is way more impactful than just being someone who's gonna water, you know, a a business, yeah, and just decorate the store. Yeah, there's more, there's a bigger purpose to my business and it's not just to be like a curator, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I love that and I love that I just yeah. want to highlight something that you said to you so for that situation you almost had to not see it from your point of view right yes. because when yes. I was saying earlier when we're yeah. like going to that negative mindset right it's like that loop it just keeps going and you yeah. add more reasons to stay in that loop so to break that pattern for you it was to uh. almost take yourself out of it right and then look at the situation as it was like I did this and the manager like didn't compensate me for it so mm-hmm. like why am I putting this for like myself
2: and i think on, on top that's,
0: of that like, that's really important that's really important to highlight
2: yeah thank you and as we get older we just i think we get better at filtering things a little bit better and also igno- like realizing things a little bit quicker too mm-hmm. and if we always i always say to him i always put myself in other people's shoes when i think about a situation i take myself out of that position and look at things at a different different ways kind of so um i think that's a great ability that i was Given so, which is pushing me in right directions with my PT business, coaching business, and also my plant world um, work and stuff. So,
0: yeah, also being a better human being, like. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I want to add, I want
0: to add to that, that question.
2: Um,
1: <clears throat> so one thing that I realized is, um, I when I was watching a Dave Chappelle, that new Dave Chappelle stand up, and wow, that guy's that guy's a genius, and he says something and he was talking about, um was it the the, his transgender friend or whatever Mm -hmm. how that whole thing blew up and it was it was a statement that that I think I think the individual made when um they said that like I'm just a human being living life and I'm just I'm experiencing life I'm just a human being experiencing life and when and I actually I actually took that for myself and I was just like wow so all the experiences and everything that I'm going through, like when I actually do track back on my life, because this year has been a whole lot of reflecting on everything, literally. Yeah. And um, and it's just like, wow, I am who I am. And, and it's because of the experiences that I've gone through. Like for me, like I always pray and ask God to use me in mighty ways, but that can't happen if I'm not experiencing everything and through life. How am I, I going to be relatable to people if I don't know? Like prime example, I have never experienced anxiety in a panic attack. I don't, I've never known what that was, but I actually experienced it this year for the first time in my life. And my wife was right there to help me. That is crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like you literally feel like you're dying because you're, your mind is so spaced and blacked out. You can't even think like, it's like, who am I? Wait, who are you? Like literally like crazy. So now like going through these things, like when we're in it, we're like, man, this sucks, we put ourselves down, but then if we just constantly remind ourselves, wait a minute, this is actually a good thing because I'm, in, I'm living life. If you're going through happiness, sadness, um, depression, um, excitement, um, celebrations, that's all the all source of life. And I think it's in Leviticus. I believe it's in Le- Leviticus. But anyways, in the Bible, it talks about there's a time and place for everything. It even talks about there's a time to die and there's a time to live. <laughs> Like, literally, it's life, you know? And then it's like the quicker the quicker we can understand that when we are going through tough and challenging times, it's not to say, why is this happening? It's more of, what am I supposed to learn out of this? Mm. And then the second point I wanted to add was um, the matrix. Lately, the matrix keeps coming in my, in my head, just the lifestyle, like the two sides of what matrix is and um the main thing that keeps coming to me is that um our life really is an illusion like life really is really
0: right now, no 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 <laughs> i'm just going to
1: touch it though this this is just for someone that's going through something this is just okay. a quick encouragement <laughs> i know this is deep i, I ain't know gonna go we're there. There. going to go there i'm just answering your question okay <laughs> okay but our life if you really if so when you think about what i just said in terms of experience in life And if you look at what I'm about to go in terms of um, um, what did I say? What did I say?
0: Life is an illusion.
1: An illusion. (laughs) If you have a thought, if you have a thought, it's an imagination. Until you put it into action, it becomes reality. We create or not create based off of what we do or don't do with our thoughts. So, I mean, if you're going through a hard time, it's like, okay, what are you doing with that information? How are you allowing that to sit in, right? And then what are you going to do with that going forward? So, let's say while we're on the topic of being successful in our work and what you're doing in your career, what imaginations are you having? And are you actually setting out to do the things that your thoughts are doing? Or are you just going to work just so you can create someone else's imagination and make them successful because they're not where you are in life? You know what I mean? Like you're trying to get to where there are, but what are you actually doing for yourself? And and it's crazy because I find our generation is on this tip. Like most of our generation, most people that we know that I know is crazy. Most of us are entrepreneurs. Like we, we, we would rather take our own chances with our own lives and money than rely on another person to tell us when we can or can't. Like this is look at the, I won't go there. I won't go there. I won't go there. I won't go there. Won't go there. But our life is an illusion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if you truly know who you are and you can identify with who you are, and if you believe in yourself, just go and do it, man. Create it. Let's do it.
2: Create your own reality. Be-
1: um, b- before anything came to be, it had to be a thought first. So, create your reality. It's all an illusion. What's <laughs> What cool. pill are you going to take? You're going to take the blue pill or the red pill? <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, I'm done.
0: <laughs> yeah, <I'm> back. <laughs> yes, I'm back. Yes, oh i love that so much do you have anything to add still
2: <laughs> no we're good we're good yeah, she's
0: like he said it all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i love that and this is why i love i love talking to you too so i'm saying like these are the levels of conversations we always end up having we always end up having like all of these <laughs> and i love that i love that we don't have the surface things we always go deeper into it because like you mm-hmm. said it's like it's not an illusion, right? We're just playing along. We're just going with it. We're just experiencing life. And mm-hmm. when you live just from your head, when you keep it in your head and you don't allow, source, God, whatever label you want to put it to come through mm-hmm. you, you're not experiencing life. You're just living in your head. Mm-hmm. So, amazing, amazing. So just one last question. How do you guys go? It's a little past eight. <laughs> okay. No, we chilling.
1: We chilling. We here, we here.
0: <laughs> so... For anybody who's never interacted with your work or who doesn't know who you are, um, say they came across you like at a grocery store or something, right? What would you want them to take away from interacting with you? Like how would you want them to walk away feeling?
2: Uh much more self-confident. Um I think hopeful that your your what you want can come true just if you put a little bit of work into it. Um what, would I, what else would I have? You're never too old to start something, and you're mm-hmm. never too, you know, unexperienced to start something that's going to create revenue for your, you know, rec- create income for yourself. Um, and yeah, I think that's, those are like, and what else? Ask a mm-hmm. question one
0: more time. <laughs> well, would want answer, to? Be- <laughs> let me be sure. Oh, you want somebody who's never inter- interacted with you before? If they come across you at a grocery store or something, right? And I don't know, you bump into them. Like, how would you want them to walk away after interacting with you? The reason oh. why I, I asked. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got, I got you. You got it. Um, okay. I
1: sh- it's really simple to me, and this is this is actually something that um that I that I'm actually working on right now and realizing, and it's coming so naturally. So I've always lived a life of um, everyone is guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> that's pretty bad that's very bad because that means that I've lived my life, you know, most of my life legit, most of my life looking for negative things in people and as soon as I find something negative then it justified my train of thought, so then it allowed me to stay in there and um, and, 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 and it's crazy because that thought has affected me in every aspect of my life without me realizing it or not and made me in my relationship uh, with my wife and um, and obviously that has a lot to do with my past. So we worked on that. But to answer the question now, now when, when I speak to people, I want people to understand and know who they are and to understand that you are amazing. Because the reason why I say that is because um, now that I can identify with myself, um, I know who I am. I know my abilities and I'm constantly growing into that and now that i see it for myself i want everybody to see it too because it's such a good feeling like it's 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 really an amazing feeling a little emotional too because it's like when you live when you when you live for so long on the dark side as soon as you get some light it's just like wait a minute man life is actually beautiful it's supposed to be happy it's Now I understand why people love to party and celebrate. I'm not talking about foolish partying, but I mean, success, like successful celebration. You know what I mean? It's like someone did something or someone is celebrating something that's amazing that's happened, whether it's for themselves or for a friend. Like me, I was always like, man, whatever fine you got one championship go get another one go do it again right. do it again do it again i never celebrated birthdays i don't mm. care about holidays and obviously that's just upbringing but to make a long story short every single time I'm, I'm with someone now in my head i always ask do you know how amazing you are like that's as soon as, and, 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 and as, soon as you speak to people you already know how they feel to think of themselves
2: mm. It's, oh my gosh. And it's the first Give someone call. Com- oh, yeah, we find ahead. out with, with each client, right? Each client that comes to us, it's more than just, oh, we're going to be training together. It's like, let me figure you out so I can help you go through life and, and, you know, help you see the potential that you have that we see in you, man. whether you're, kid, whatever, like, it, yeah, it just, this whole posing thing, this
1: whole posing coaching mm-hmm. thing. The reason why I love it so much, man, is because I competed for so long and I know exactly what athletes go through because mm-hmm. we are our worst advocates, but <laughs> you're doing it to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one is telling you you look bad. No one's telling you you got shake. No, one, no one's telling you you can't pose. No one's doing that. You're doing all that to yourself. Yeah. So now when they come in, I can see it already. The nervousness, the anxiousness, they're all stiff. They're tight. They're kind of like, okay, we ready? Yeah, okay, come stand over here. And then literally this is what I do. I'm like, are you nervous right now? Yeah. You nervous? Yeah. Are you shy? Are you, an inst- are you more of an introvert? No,
2: mm-hmm.
1: no, I, I figure something out about you. So you're not, you're not an introvert. So that actually means you're an extrovert. You're not showing me that personality right now. Okay, cool. I'll go on and I'll ask, are you nervous? Why, why are you nervous? Oh, because it's you, I'm posing next to you. Like you're so, okay, fine. So you're identifying me as someone higher than you. Okay, cool. I'm taking notes of everything that they're saying, yeah. and then I just repeat it back to them, opposite. I'm like, so if you're not, a, if you're not an introvert, that means you're an extrovert. And then they start smiling. I'm like, there it is. There it is. Lord, we're gonna bring some more of that out. So you think I'm higher than you, whatever, whatever. whatever. They're like, yeah, I've gone through what you've gone through. If yeah. I go and step on stage right now, I'm gonna feel exactly like you. So that means I'm no different than you. I'm human just like you. Mm-hmm. I've just done this a little longer, so I can, I'm able to teach you, but we both go through the same feelings. So you're just as important as I am, as you're coming to see me. If you don't come see me, I can't eat. But then if you don't come see me, you don't improve. So we both need each other. We're both important in that moment. And then you just see them just,
2: okay, let's go. It just drops. And she's witnessed it
1: so many. I'm talking all ages. It doesn't matter the age. And it doesn't matter the gender. All of them respond the same. And when when I see it come out of them, and then when I see it on stage... We won. We all won. So good. We all won. So, so anyway, good. so to answer your question, it's like said, you're you're amazing too. If you look at me a certain way, well just know I look at yeah. you a certain way. But I hope you believe in yourself. And and literally at the end of it, I say don't forget. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget, don't forget this moment we had because you seen you and I seen you. So now you have a witness. You're amazing. And do even, this all the time. even
2: when they're like, Oh, I can't uh, do posing routines. <sighs> I'm not good at like dancing or but then they end up putting you know, their work together. And then by the end of it, you're always like, you're a performer. Yeah. Think of yourself as a performer, right? When you go on the stage, you're performing. Right? Like you're, you're yeah, in front it's of an audience. It's perform- it's, it's so yeah, I, I feel like he's, he's really really impacting people's lives but it's because
1: but it's because i look at people differently because i look at myself differently so and that's from all why, your experiences all the stuff you I mean. went through yeah yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. so yeah. because i see myself differently i can identify with myself now i just hope that you can identify with yourself as well mm-hmm. so i feel like whenever we meet someone whatever like give them a compliment and then normally the generation that we live in now or the times we live in now you give someone a compliment what do they do they deflect it how do I know? Cause I've done that a million times, yeah. but you know what I do when you deflect it, I'll repeat it again. And I'm say, why, why shed something negative on something that's positive? I just mm-hmm. said, you are this, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. Let's say thank you. <laughs> and then right when they say thank you, they smile. I like, see, don't that feel yeah. good? Yeah. And then yeah, it's it's fun, man. It's fun. But anyways, yeah, that's 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 what I wanted to leave with, just to know that you're just you're amazing. Do you know you're amazing? Right. I
0: love that. I love that. And I I mean I resonate with that so much. And this is also why I asked this question because I believe people who are doing things that are differently or who like you said like know yourself, right? You know yourself. You you've you've taken that time you've gone through some stuff that has opened up your eyes you've had these opportunities and experiences that has allowed you to almost reach like that deeper thing within us right like that deeper humanity within us mm-hmm. without yes. like all of these masks and i think people like us and i think this is why like we get along so well <laughs> because we recognize that in one another and also it's not just in certain it's, it's not just like in certain circumstances right this is who we are like, this is who we are. And this is why I'm, like, you know, at a grocery store. You interact with somebody, you feel that energy. They're going to feel yeah, you, smile know. at them. Even just with the eyes, you take that second just to connect. And you yeah. just move into human connection. Like, that's it. So I love that. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I miss that. Because so I do much. that. I actually,
2: I do that all the time. Everywhere I, I go. Her. I just, I talk to people, like, you know, like, there's, yeah, I just... Keep I even put that. my hand up, you know, when people let you in drive, even just put, I your... even, I
1: never put my <laughs> hand up. I'm like, no, you better let me in this lane. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to go somewhere and I know I'm going
2: to drive fast. Well, like, there's a huge population that thinks like that. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah there's on the end. It, it, like, just if we just said, thank yous and said, you know, have a great day. Like, or like, be like, yeah, you look great. Or like just yeah. compliment. compliment. Like, yeah, it really I takes do that people, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, and I said I mentioned in our life group one time, um, on my on the day that I felt the worst, yeah. someone at Costco told me to stay awesome, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> or stay stay fabulous? I was like, what the heck?
0: I love. I, I love. The point. Point. Was it was a woman. Relax. Like, <laughs> oh, she oh, was oh,
2: really okay, nice. She was really
0: nice. Yeah,
2: you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no question,
0: well, do you guys have any last <laughs> comments or any last things you want to say? Or let me see. I don't think we had any questions, but I'm just gonna scroll through really quick. But let me know if you guys have any last things you wanna say. Last oh, last oh, some, we done talking? I feel like I'm
1: just talking to you to be honest. I feel like we just kicking right now. Okay.
0: You got any last <laughs> comments?
1: No, feel good. No, nah, we yeah. good, but if you got more questions.
0: Let me see. Oh, somebody said that uh, they would think in the city of Toronto, it would be um, Asian, Black and Asian couples would be common. So I guess it's when you were talking about your, your family dynamic. From back then, further back. Mm. It's, it's, but
1: it's not about, it's, it's not about things being common on, a, I feel like that statement is, is looking at it from a holistic standpoint. Is looking at it from a holistic standpoint you have to look at the the family structure so yeah even though even though yes culture tradition culture tradition and mixing culture merging all that stuff happens mm-hmm. all in Toronto because it's such a diverse place it still doesn't mean that individual families or yeah individual... give an
2: example of your mom oh yeah. you want me to go there because yeah, I spoke about my but she didn't ask
1: me that
0: so, I mean, I have to, you go, there to because, you try and go there. Trying to go there? Yeah. If you I, want to
1: I, share? So, um, I guess on my end, it's it, it it was a little different. I don't know where it is now, so we're just playing it safe in terms of loving from a distance on that end. But um, but yeah, like my yeah, uh, what do I begin? Long story short, um, what my, I my thought, mother, right? I could you could say it, my no, like, okay. no. So my mom. My mom was very adamant of making sure that, like Sylvia's family, was treating me good, and like or I wasn't daughter getting daughter. that. I wasn't th- okay. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's it to- where. Yeah. Oh, oh, woman, go to okay. Yeah. yeah so, so my mom.
2: Because she- talking about the commonality
1: bet, of, bet. of couples in Toronto, but, I bet. How So my mom. Okay. So my mom. Uh, my mom wanted, you know, she, my mom's more Afrocentric, you know, Black Power the whole nine. And um, so she wanted me to be with a black woman mm-hmm. or someone that resembles the same complexion as myself. And um, that didn't happen. I kind of knew that wasn't going to happen, but that didn't happen. And um, so what ended up happening down the road was um, it basically got to the point where my mom just cared more about how Sylvia's family viewed me and treated me. And whenever I gave good feedback, I was like, okay, cool. But then in my head, I was like, okay, well, how are you going to show up? You know what I mean? And then my mom would have a bunch of reasons as to why she didn't need to show up, why it wasn't her responsibility and why it was more Sylvia's responsibility to, like, initiate everything and start everything And in my head. So, yeah, so obviously, my mom and I, we would go back and forth to the point where
0: my mom's,
1: I guess she would say, how my mom really felt her true colors came out while we were in the process of getting married. Yeah. And it's like, while wow, Sylvia's parents were like, very supportive in there. My mom was more MIA, you know, um, prime example. While when they were having the, uh, what do you call that? Bridal shower. Bridal shower. Um, told my mom, give my mom months in advance. Cause I already know how my mom is. Gave her months in advance. Hey, bridal shower this day, this time. Woo woo. Cool. Time came. Nope. Can't make it busy working this, that, and the third. I'm like, okay, cool. So it all happened, and then um, days went by, and I'm like, aren't you going to message Sylvia to be like, hey, um, how was it, you know, sorry I wasn't able to make it, but, you know, was it good, like, there was no follow-up, and then um, there were statements even made, like, you know, um, I hope I hope you enjoy your new family, I say this with no malice, you know what I mean, so wow. that's, that's, that's basically how, how it was going, and then...
2: Yeah, so that's it, a big mental battle on its own, too. But yeah. all that to say is, like, you would think that what I'm worrying about is my parents accepting Antoine, but we <laughs> never worried about his mom accepting me. We never, bec- so the commonality I do find that there's way more like interracial yeah. couples now, of course. You know, um, like Toronto is super diverse, but it still comes down to the individual. I family. feel like exactly. even there could be a lot of couples out there who are still a secret to, to, their, to their family or as well. That. Same thing that we went through. We had friends who were going through the same thing, and and knew of other people. And I also got actually messages from people yeah, on people Instagram reading reading my story because I wasn't hiding. I wanted to share also with people that hey, I also, you know, am going through this too. Like you can, there's immigrant parents have a harder time going out of their uh, culture and and stuff. So um, I kind of was sharing at that standpoint, and I got DMs with people like saying like. How did you do it? Like, how did you speak to your family? And like, how did you, and I would be like looking at their story, just like, holy, like there's so many people who are going through it. Yeah. So, so like. Being in a diverse, diverse country,
1: city, province, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't really define anything. It always comes yeah. down to the
2: individual partners and their family. And how well they're going, the couple is going to stand up for the for other, other spouse, like, each other. or the mm-hmm. other, yeah, you have to be a stand, right? Like mm-hmm. I had to pick my wife over my mom. Mm. Did I want that? No. Do we still want that? No. But is it healthy for him to create boundaries for himself and his growth and the development of even our Gosh. relationship and our, our marriage? You know, our unity it's from for twelve years. Like, no. You get. And I was about to make that ultimatum too. If I was told, you know, you have, you can, you can only be with a Korean person or whatever. Or, you know, you can't marry Antoine. I would have had to make an ultimatum and go the other way, and that's the choice choice that I was willing to make. And that's the passion. I feel like everybody should have that same passion when it comes to then. Their significant, yeah, significant other. Yeah, their significant other. your work, your craft, your self. Like, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, that's some great <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> and obviously, you know, I I appreciate you sharing something so personal because. Like there's so much that can be said in the situation itself and it also shows mm-hmm. again we we'll go back to like that humanity aspect and when we look at something like social media where everybody has the perfect lives without knowing what it's taking for them to be able to be where yeah. they are right now yeah. or what they're still battling with you know yeah. and,
2: yep. and that's what people. i always say stop calculating people people have to yeah. stop calculating people you mm-hmm. know nothing about their them what they're going through their lives like You'd be shocked. Like we can, we can hold a good, you know, we can really sh- hold our shoulders high when they want to be pushed down so much from holding so much on your back. Like, but we, you, sh- how do you want to show up into the world? Number one, and you know, you can't. I, yeah, just I, I can't even. I can't even find the words. Like
1: <laughs> it all comes down. and, and again. It all comes down to that self-identity. Like, Mm. what do you you want, man? It's just, what do you want? Like, most people don't know what they want. I'm going to go back to the matrix and experience and, um, keep forgetting the word now. I said it and I can't remember it again. Um, the line. Illusion. Yes, yes. What do you, who are you? Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Identify that. Okay, what do you want? Okay, go for it understand that everything you're doing is an experience because think about it when we're on our deathbed, what are we thinking about experiences, man, time go. If you ever go to a a funeral, what do you, what are you listening to experiences, the life, the impact, that's all you hear about. So, I mean, go out and live, like make what you want. Fine. If for me, I needed love. Right. I realize that now. Love is the number one thing that I've been needing my whole life in order for me to get to a place of of um, freedom. And what do I mean by that? Freedom is 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 a state of mind. I needed my mind to be free, but I needed something to calm it down more than just everything else that I'm doing. And then, like I mean, we're not meant to we're not meant to be on this earth alone. But when you actually find someone that's like your soulmate, it it allows you to face your demons. It allows you to face yourself. And then that person is going to go along with the walk with you. And then you just start growing and blooming. And then once you just literally feel invincible, man, you could just take over the world, but I find people cannot identify who they are, or what they want. Mm-hmm. So you wonder why they keep chasing themselves and then, go back, and then to go back to the matrix, you settle, you settle. Okay, fine. Let me just get a good nine to five job. I got my pension. I got my, 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 my benefits. I know how much money I'm getting on a monthly basis. I know how much money I'm getting on a yearly basis. Okay, cool, I'm good now. Are you? Are you? Because down the road, you know you're gonna start complaining about it because you're doing the same thing every single day. Then then value comes in, then purpose starts to come in. Why? Because you're, again, you're building someone else's business. I'm not trying to say everyone go, go and be an entrepreneur, but like, are you actually doing what you wanna do for yourself? Whether it's relationship, whether it's you, whether it's job.
2: We're those friends that will push friends to branch out and do your own thing. Yeah. yeah. Any, anytime those opportunities come something. up. All, yeah. yeah, something.
1: Oh, I always want the to go join a boxing gym, but I just don't have the time because of my work. Okay, fine. Fine. Find a half hour or an hour because classes are only really 45 minutes to an hour. Go do that for yourself. Go do it now. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to, uh,
2: and, that rock way, climb another and another I always wanted
1: to travel and, and I, I always wanted to Then yeah, go, go do, do, it. It. do it. Make it. But happen. I, I can't though. It's, there's just so much going on. I just, I just can't let it go. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, well, there you, you go. You, there you go. You told yourself you can't, drop
2: themselves. you right. just
1: told yourself you can't. So fine. You won't, mm. but don't, don't keep crying. You have a choice. Everyone loves celebrities. People love celebrities. They, they, they treat them like gods. Everyone Idolized. loves to watch them and idolize them. Well, why are celebrities the way they are? Because they were willing to take the risk and take the sacrifice to do what they wanted to do with themselves. Now they're making money doing what they love. Hmm. It's, it's, it really is that simple. When you listen to the Will Smiths and the Jada Pinkins and all those um, um, people once they got famous and older and they're giving you all these these testimonies and encouragement speeches, you hear it all the time. Go, go! Don't be afraid. Go out and do what you want to do. Go get it. Figure it out. Make mistakes. Fail because you never fail as long as, long as you're constantly doing. Because what are you doing? You're learning, which means you're experiencing.
0: Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, so good! So good. <laughs> i oh, love man. this whole chat i love it we I gotta see you guys place. soon <laughs> we, we gotta what
2: we yeah, gotta, gotta see gotta each other up. soon yeah hopefully you
0: yes jarred. yes yeah. we do we do <laughs> um Aww. wow this is amazing that last little part i i'm probably gonna end up like cutting that part and just like <laughs> posting it by itself only because mm-hmm. that was amazing
2: <laughs>
0: seriously that was so beautiful um <laughs> wow like i don't i don't have any other questions for you guys i mean we could do this i feel like we could do this for hours but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm gonna let you guys go but this <laughs> okay. was so beautiful thank you so thank much you for, so much for and-
2: having us on yeah, thank yeah. you for giving us a voice and one little advice to anyone who's watching when you start a conversation with someone listen to people talking stop first just introducing everything that you know just don't don't be a like a like a verbal it's just verbal diarrhea like don't do that don't just talk about yourself don't just listen to the people feel out what you know they could be going through like just be a little bit more attentive with what someone else is going with, with what someone, yeah yeah mm-hmm. that really is coming up a lot i find and like i'm you know even even you know everyone's, yeah. so,
1: everyone's so quick to always tell them always everyone's in a race to tell someone else what they're doing Hmm oh, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I'm doing this and, and you ready for the last
2: punchline? I'm so busy. It's like, we didn't even say hello to each other yet. It's like, you know, it's like one of those, you know? So it's like, yeah, just like, take it slow. Yeah, take it slow. Like go through life a little bit more, like literally like it's life, like life is short. Because short. the last month has been a very rough season for a lot of our friends who, you know- have, The world. The world, yeah, of course, yeah. But there's, life is short. It it's, keeps coming up, right? it keeps coming up. Life is short, life is short, life yeah. is short. Live every day in the moment. Yeah. Something I'm learning to do, Yeah. for the first time in my life. And do good every day, somewhere where you can. Because it, it won't only do good in the world, it'll also reflect back and actually make you feel 20 times better about everything.
1: And to add to what she's saying, and the reason why is because each and every one of us has, a, each person on the face of this earth has a community of people that they speak to. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your work, whether it's whether it's the gym, like we have, all of us have different types of communities that we're involved in. And like the individuals that are able to constantly look out for the other person or to constantly be that person to grind and inspire and motivate, I mean, each and every one of us is a part of a community and it's like, in order for you to be really, 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 really effective, you have to also always be able to look out for someone else but we're getting closer into a world where it's just about me.
0: Yeah.
2: I change that around.
0: Absolutely. And it is, it is really sad and this is why I, i want to keep having conversations like this and i want to keep you know connecting with people even in person like i was saying earlier because like we are going into that world and it's a very scary thought it's a very scary thing Mm -hmm. to realize this as we get more disconnected to even just nature itself and ourselves and each other like it is happening so to keep encouraging conversations like this and connections like this where it's like yeah like you're you're my family like i see you i truly see you and we keep reflecting Mm -hmm. that back with one another and, you know, we yeah. are be there for one another. Yeah. I blame yeah. technology.
1: Pardon? I blame technology.
0: But also we wouldn't have these moments where- <laughs> Technology is a tool, right? I think it's, it's the way it's I being, blame- it's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah. Yeah. And what yeah. I mean by that,
1: and what I mean by that, I, I, I blame technology in a way where a lot of it is is used to strictly represent self, and to also feed false narratives, and yeah. people just bite on it. Like, how much hate is spread on social media rather than compliments? And it doesn't matter. Like, I, I pay attention to the bodybuilding world. Everyone is so opinionated, but it's all negative. Mm. You know what I mean? And and, and and unless you know the person, then that's when you see the nice comments. But most people don't know everybody because it's social media.
0: Mm.
1: Right? I mean, you look at the posts; Like, everyone loves the post the next fight that they saw or an argument or something negative. That's why I blame social media. Even when you look at the TV, when you watch TV, just you watch the shows, you look at half of the stuff that people are entertained with the games. Like it's, it's different. Yeah. Like, can you honestly say that most people can actually know how to create a conversation? Like let's just use dating for an example. Let's look at dating for an example. We all have friends, a lot of friends that are in the dating world. Is it fun? Are people actually finding love? You hear stories. We hear stories. So many war stories. It's so bad. Clubs don't even exist to the point where you can even enjoy yourself. People don't talk anymore. Mm -mm. Everything's about taking a quick pic and then posting on social media that you saw this person, but you had no actual real interaction.
0: That's what I mean. I
1: blame the social media for this.
0: I can see that. I can see that part of it. I can also see the other side, but I can see that part mm-hmm. as well. I can see that, and to me, it's, it's the intentions behind it, right? Like you're following yeah. the narrative. You're gonna follow that intention of just boosting up your ego.
1: I just hope more m- <laughs> more stuff more stuff comes out like this than gossip talk. Yeah. Because yeah. this stuff is very, 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 very important. and Good for you for for doing this and yeah, starting okay. this and opening up this opportunity to spread love and Perfect to allow. Yeah. You are the perfect person, to be. and I'm just saying I'm biased because I know you you, you, you. you know what I mean. <laughs> but no, but no, seriously though, like, 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 really good for you because the energy that you're putting out there is all gonna come back to you and your family and your loved ones in your community, and yeah, and it's only gonna get bigger and better, bigger and bigger.
0: Thank you, thank you, everybody. Really this stuff is important. and i i appreciate you both so much so much thank you so much for this seriously um so the audio from this is going to be extracted and put in the podcast probably next week and then i'll be posting this after i do i i watch it over again and i do like a little little summary of the Mm of um, the the chat and i'll be posting on igtv and i'll send you guys mm-hmm. links if you need or any of that but i appreciate this so much this is amazing i i know you guys so i know we can literally talk for hours we have been, <laughs> we have talked for hours and hours with our sushi and all of these things so, so funny, funny
2: enough,
0: I sushi for dinner tonight <laughs> oh my gosh no <laughs> you guys are
2: bad guys, are guys? the bubble cheese
0: yeah, the bubble tea. And the bubble teas. No bubble tea. No bubble tea. Good. It's becoming a weekly thing, so I was like, I need, I need a break."
2: So <laughs> funny. You missed it. That's all.
0: Thanks for having us again. Thank you so yeah. much, you guys. Have an amazing night. Yes, you you too. too. Love you. Sam. Love Love you. Too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>